We are halfway to God now, because we reached letter 51 of Venere. Because the best way to reach God is probably to read the hundred letters of Venere. And we're at letter 51. The way to God. In the name of God the merciful, the compassionate. Brothers Samsudan, may God disclose his way to you. Hmm. Maybe to us. Kwaja Barasid was once asked, quote, What is the way by which one can reach God? Unquote. Realize from this that just as one who sees the way does not see the truth, how can one who sees himself become one who sees God? Your preoccupation in mine is with our beards and hair, for we see nothing except ourselves. Inevitably, we worship nothing except ourselves. If your glance and mine were to fall upon the desert of ignorance and to see the grip that our own lower soul has upon us, we would certainly not claim to be Muslims. We would be able to see that when a drop from the goblet of the law falls into your fortunate mouth and the eyes of your heart are open, this couplet becomes applicable. From all that I know, knew, I turned away. How could I take another name when I call upon yours? It is said that when the self-sufficient sun shines upon the seas of knowledge of the learned, not a drop of moisture will be left in all these seas. Someone has also asked, O Lord, whose keys open all knots, why has your door been closed? Do you know what has happened? The firmament of the stars have a claim to existence and activity only until such time as the royal sun rises. When it does, no other can make any claim to existence, speaking, hearing, and any other activity. In what way can mere particles of existence contest with the lightning of divine unity? Hmm. Do they do that in your artwork? The mere particles of existence contest with the lightning of divine unity. When the sun warms the knowledge of a scholar, verily it all turns to ignorance. When longing for him warms one's heart, all other desires take to flight. I suppose so. That's the easy way to get rid of desires. <laughs> when longing for him warms someone's heart, all other desires take to flight. When his power is experienced, all other powers become helpless. When his glory and honor are revealed, all other manifestations of glory and honor slide down into the dust. <laughs> when the majestic curtain is lifted from the beauty of his unity, all creatures are plunged into the wilderness of absolute nothingness. As far as you can claim no rights, your inventory will not be required, nor is there any altercation with you over your capital. Rather, you should forget yourself. 
All we have to do is forget ourselves. Just for you, could, you should forget yourself. Do not insert your own name in the Friday congregational prayer. Do not say, quote, I am like this. I am like that. Hmm. I am like this and I am like that. If you make any claim, you will be doing the sort of thing Pharaoh did. For he said, quote, I am your Lord, the Almighty. Quran 79, 24. Your lower soul. That's my what? They come to together, the text. <laughs> your lower soul covered with, with robe and turban will say, quote, I am your lesser provider. Thus, your lower soul begins to act as Pharaoh did, but Pharaoh's soul displayed itself as it were, whereas your lower soul tries to sell itself to you in the garb of a Muslim, and you drank the sherbet of its pride. The same claim is made for it as was made for this Pharaoh's soul. Still, it fears for its life. If it shows itself in the desert, then the sword of the law will lop off its head. Do not try to be an overlord. Be a servant. In this way, the sword will be diverted from you. Everyone who puts himself forward has his head cut off, just as happened to Satan. You want me to stop and continue later? Um, a lot of water. Let me just. Uh, Everyone who puts himself forward has his head cut off, just as happened to Satan. A slave has no rights, nor can he abrogate a kingdom to himself. Whatever he does has to be according to the orders of his Lord, not in accordance with his own desire or authority. The Quran says... <laughs> the Quran says... Quote, God gave the example of a slave who was the property of another and had no power over anything. Q. 1675. For him, both ordinary and mystical knowledge are necessary, and also the shade of the wealth of a guide, because a novice cannot reach this stage unless he finds it in the monastery of some experienced guides who have been thoroughly prepared for this task by the vicissitudes of the way. Quote, he who has no guide along the way is led by Satan. <laughs> Basically, if you have no guide. You see how they mm. Mm. always refer to God mm. as a, and people as the same experience as between slave and a, a master, in a way. Yeah. How they refer to slaves like it's normal to know they should listen to the master. Or, is that what we should understand from that? You should find a, an advanced uh, master on the way and you try it yourself. I, I've rarely seen uh, people trying themselves or uh, getting very far. <clears throat> they're, in fact, no. they're led by Satan. No, mm -hmm. no, my. my uh, uh, what I'm, I'm questioning uh, is they what? think that slavery is good in a way. Uh, slavery so, is good? No. Yeah, well. Not, 
always parallel between slave and uh, master as between man and God, in, in a way. They're saying don't as put... If slavery is something normal and okay. Well, don't put yourself forward, uh, YPR. They don't criticize, I mean, the, the fact that they should not be slaves. Well, you're a slave to God or the, you're or the guide, but they're yeah, not... But they parallel it between uh, having slaves, in a way. Yeah, but he doesn't... He's... They don't. The, the, a good guy doesn't turn you into a slave. He's trying to get you to save your soul. He's trying well, to I'm help you. I'm not saying that he, that's what huh. he does with the, oh. of, uh, mm. somebody else. I mean, the fact that they mm. they used to have slaves back then. You see? And yeah. they find it's... Uh, they don't criticize that as not being good in a way, but they always use it to parallel, to compare... Uh, yeah. the relationship between men and, and, uh, and God. Yeah. And uh, it's like, uh, I mean, their God, the God they're talking about, is like slavery is okay somehow. You see, that's what my point is. Mm, yeah, if you have a good good uh, owner and a good slave, uh, if you got they're a good baby, all, you got a good always, master, you tell me. Huh? Somebody who doesn't take you as a slave, uh, well, you stay. You say what? if you had a good slave, you, you care about being the master and having a good slave. I'm no, talking about a, not having a slave. No, I'm talking about there's being a good slave and being a good master. A good slave, there's there's all kinds of states in between. It shouldn't be. The thing is that there should not be. A slave. <clears throat> all right, enough on slavery. Mm hmm. <laughs> I'm a slave to my senses, and I want to eat this cookie. Hmm. <laughs> so I'm a slave. <laughs> You're a slave dreaming to be a master. Yeah, but if I even try in the prior reading, if I try a little bit, even take a step. Try <laughs> what? It says, even if I take a single step merely intending to reach him, would be for the person involved in ascent. So I made an ascent to letter <laughs> 51. <laughs> I'm talking about something else. I just ascend between 50 to letter 50 to letter 51. <laughs> so I have ascended. I it's all about you. It's, it's all, about I'm yourself. just putting myself forward in this. And, and it's all about yourself. My, but my head can be cut off because people can just turn off the <laughs> podcast. So... <laughs> Religious scholars have spoken in this fashion. Quote, knowledge is obtained from the conversation of people. Anyone who carries on his affairs according to his own desire and inclination would be like someone who acquires his knowledge from a book. Of him it would be said, quote, though he is a learned man, yet because he had no master, he will not be correct. Know that when you change, so too does your food and also your work. But if you change only your clothes and food, even though you change them a thousand times, make arrangements for yourself among this people, still, until you yourself are changed, all this is worthless. <laughs> so we could change our clothes and our food, and it still would be worthless. <laughs> Hence it is that among this group, genuine conversation is considered very important. We're supposed to have a genuine relationship. 
in the 40-day retreat which we are in, <laughs> you realize if the coronavirus can live for 37 days, and then I think they're going to have to mandate a 40-day fast mm -hmm. yeah. and continuous me continuous meditation under Four absolute days. lockdown. And, uh, they deliver us what they want us to eat. Once you have a 40-day retreat, the coronavirus will go away. If you fast for 40 days uh -huh, and don't go to the grocery store for 40 days. Uh -huh. In the 40-day retreat, in austerities and in solitude, the whole purpose of this exercise is conversion, for without it no one acquires the correct way of behaving. We're on a 40-day retreat reading the hundred letters of Maneri <clears throat> without any food because we're not going to go to the grocery store. We're just going to run out. <laughs> when we run out, we just run out. That's just too bad. Realize that everyone you see who has remained, as it were, outside himself and is caught up with his turban, clothes, shoes, and how long and how short his robe should be, how bright or white or blue it ought to be, and so on, is still enslaved to himself. <sighs> he is really worshipping himself. <laughs> See, I worship myself through Instagram posting of selfies, so, though I'm supposed to be sheltering in selfie. Sheltering in selfie. Hmm. And the finding my true self, we're trying to find not our self, but our true self. Hmm. While sheltering under Maneri, <laughs> you can be a slave either to yourself or to religion. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, mm, mm, be ready. Contraries cannot be reconciled to one another as long as you see that you seek in yourself even a particle of the acceptance of people. Do we try to get acceptance or we don't care if people like or don't like this podcast? Don't do I don't care if they do or don't like it. <laughs> Why should I care? <clears throat> Why do I care? <laughs> as long we were reading this for ourselves because I'm going to listen to it when I on my hundredth birthday. I'm going to listen to this podcast. As long as you see that you seek in yourself even a particle of the acceptance of people or the desire for a place in society, you are still caught. If anyone makes you suffer an indignity and you describe your disgrace to him and get angry with him, then know that you simply belong to the category of learned men, but your religion has not been accepted by the esteemed Lord. If you get angry. <sighs> you will have to return to yourself. You, will simply, you are simply changing your clothes. 
What profit is there in that? If you are so strong that you can pass a thousand years in one patched garment and spend your whole life eating a little grass, and you kill yourself with the Saturdays in some hermitage where no one will see you, and if birds provide you with shade during the summer months, then be on the alert, lest you be deceived. For all of this is trickery, guile, and deception of your ego. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, he says like some other masters that being like a ascetic yogi in the woods. Uh, he said already that uh, it is up to God no matter what we do. Because I have pride of standing on one foot for 50,000 years and it just made me proud. <laughs> so I had to reincarnate. I was a yogi and I stood on one foot for 50,000 years and still I didn't make it. Well, for as long as every hair on your body bears witness to your infidelity and proclaims you to be an idol, the door of wealth will not be open to you. Nor will the king of religion take you under his patronage. To sum up, everyone who stands by virtue of his own strength will of himself tumble down headlong. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you can't assume that you can stand on your own strength. The real power and dignity of spiritual guides can be gleaned from what has just been said. It is observable that snakes and scorpions remain quiet during winter time. This is not the result of the prudent strength or self-control. It simply means that the season does not give them an opportunity to act. When the weather warms up and hot winds begin to blow, the environment becomes favorable to them. That is when you can enjoy the fun, for then they will bite and sting. Man's ego is like snakes and scorpions. Uh, oh, it can bite you. It's not right now out of season, but it could come back and bite me. <laughs> you think? My ego could bite me like a snake. Uh -huh. Oh, your ego is always something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in uh, <laughs> deep sleep. <laughs> Yeah, but I the title of the podcast is Annihilation, so it seems like it's all I over, can protect right? Just myself. Everywhere. You project it everywhere. I'm protected by annihilation. <laughs> you project it everywhere. I can just <laughs> capture it. My snakes. I'd worry about the snakes. The thing is we're trying right now to get rid of the virus and now we we may in the summer have snakes and scorpions. The venomous sting of a man is his tongue. Uh-oh, that's exactly it. When I talk, that's when I get bit by the snake. My tongue. No, that's when you beat somebody else. My tongue is a snake. See, I always tell you, your thoughts. You told me that my thoughts and my tongue are a snake. So now at least we learned something today. Maybe Every time, uh, if I took a vow of silence, if I only read Maneri and not talk myself, then I would be bit by a snake. Uh, sometime or other, when he is sitting at home and displaying his real disposition, you will understand what he is. Uh,
Some work may not have gone according to his fancy, and something may happen to mar his ex exercise of authority, and he wishes that the defect that arose in his authority might be hidden by this concealment. Many people have seen engaged, are seen engaged in occupations and work who, when they are removed from office and no longer enjoy power and authority, sit down upon a prayer mat, place the Quran, stand in front of them, and take to reading the Quran. They also take upon themselves extra fast and extra prayers and are forever reciting short ex exact ex ejaculatory prayers. But everyone who comes to visit them, they say, quote, This is the real work. All that other activity is nothing. The Lord has granted me a blessing. This saying is perfectly true and correctly applied to one's soul, but such men as these are not speaking from their hearts. Do you not see that if their position were once again given to them and they were to be restored to the same rank as before, their joys would be known, would know no bounds. Such men make impositions on the souls of guides and elders. You think if I was reappointed to a, a trading position for transactions of a billion, minimum of a billion dollars, uh huh? Hmm. Oh, you think that I would forget about reading this book? <laughs> and, uh, I don't know what would happen. <laughs> That's really interesting. That's reversed this way. We should keep the place clean so it doesn't look so bad. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I clutter, clutteratism, clutteratism. Hmm. I don't know where I am now. <laughs> yeah, there's some people they go when they get fired from their job, they go and pray at the mosque. <laughs> but then they get their job back. In the same way, also, a man can be sitting at home for some time. That's us. <laughs> a man can be sitting at home for some time. He adorns his tongue, wetting his sword of his with poison with which to strike at people. Out of ignorance, he gives the name of mystery religion to what is really poison for his soul. Goodness. Do you think we're doing that? But it can't be, because Maneri is good stuff. <laughs> out of ignorance, he gives the name of mystery to whatever what is really poison for the soul. In addition, out of foolishness and ignorance. That's interesting lighting. It's got a darkness to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> huh dark. In addition to out of foolishness and ignorance, he claims as an example of the strictness of the law, what is really his pr own pride of soul. Be watchful that you do not make the mistake of accepting the latter for the former. That would be a fault on your part. <sighs> Hence, it has been known that none should attempt to traverse this way without a guide. Wow, he really says you need a guide. I'm going to have to get like a Sufi master. As the wise have said, soul, when totally absorbed, remains confined to the world. It is like a bird that has fallen into a snare. 
No matter how much it flutters about with its wings and legs, it succeeds only in making itself more firmly entangled. It needs someone who will release it from its bondage. That would be a guide sent by the prophet. There is another secret, namely that in the beginning the novice is not capable of the state in which he could bear divine illumination because he is like a bat, whose eyes do not have enough strength to bear the light of the sun. <clears throat> it says if even if you were to be given divine illumination, you may not be capable of processing it. If you don't prepare yourself for the opening of the third eye. Hmm. You think God would offer it to you if you're not prepared? Yeah, you need to pro pro progressively step forward and progressively develop by probably by regular meditation. Yeah, until now you've <clears throat> been reading all this time that it doesn't matter what you do, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter. Oh, I don't get really come away with that. You see regular, uh, regular practice, uh, the preparing. Uh. He didn't say that. Nevertheless, proceeding in complete darkness would be dangerous, even destructive. Some light is necessary for the way, but it should be less than that of the sun. You see too much light. Uh, mm -hmm. You can't look at the full light of the sun, of the of the God. Uh, Right off the bat. Uh -huh. That light comes from the hearts of guides who, like the celestial body the moon, have become capable of receiving hidden light. From his inner vision, he will then provide other disciples with the memory for, remedy for the pain that arises when they begin to seek God. He then looks for something to assuage that pain. The disciple, however, has no idea as to what should be done, but through the divine mercy he is led to the guide who will help him. The sweet odor of the real one reaches his sense of smell through the heart of the guide. He submits himself to him and finds peace. That is discipleship. This is discipleship. Hmm. Hmm. O oh, brother, mysterious indeed are his dealings with man of clay, and yet how bountiful. It is related that when Azrael, A-Z-R-A-E-L, Azrael, the angel of death, makes a sortie upon the life of someone, he is instructed by God in this fashion, quote, first convey my greetings and compliments to him. Only then may you stretch out your hand to take his life. Do you think God gives a greeting and compliments? Uh -huh. In the Quran, one reads that tomorrow, on the day of resurrection, God will greet the faithful without any intermediary and say, quote, Peace, a word from a merciful Lord. Q3658. It is, if it had not been his intention from an old, of old to be gracious with, his, with this handful of dust, he would not have greeted man in the very beginning. One beloved of God has given us a hint about all this. Now we get our closing poetry lines, uh, couplets. Mm -hmm. He who is greeted by the beloved and receives news from his presence shines like the sun in the circle of his servants. What can I relate? It is but a tale of slavery. 
You were asking about slavery. It's a tale of slavery, then you see. It seems um, mm. you have to come to that uh, state of uh, being like a, feeling like a slave mm. in a relationship mm. to something that you totally want. It seems mm. you really become a slave if you want something very badly, if you desire something by being God or anything else. On the night of nearness and bounty, God Almighty said to the prophet, O prophet, peace be unto you. One beloved of God says about this, When two friends, after a long separation, come together again, the one whose eagerness is greater than will be the first to greet the other. I long greatly for him as the secret meaning of this. It also explains traditions concerning the prophet, who was always the first to greet anyone. Your behavior should be in accordance with that. Huh. We should always be the first to greet anyone. He was always the first to greet anyone. That's why when you're, you're walking down the street and we see the neighbor, we always say, hello first. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So we're always, always the first to greet anyone. Mm -hmm. Be, be always the first, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh. All right, that's it. Mm -hmm. That was letter number 50. Number 51, I mean. 51 is about the way to God. Mm -hmm. It's you need to have traversed this way. You have to have a guide, probably. Mm -hmm. Right? 